Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us, for inspiring us, for reaching out to us, for joining us, just everything. We are so deeply grateful beyond words and honored to have this opportunity to share with you. And just thank you so much. Every single individual has a story to tell. And they're great stories that need to be heard. I want every listener to know they have the ability to change the world. Welcome to the 1720 Podcast. What's up, Mount Movers? Welcome to the special edition one-year anniversary episode of 1720 Podcast. Dude, did you think we would make it a whole year, or were you think we were just going to stop like in, at three episodes? <laughs> I wasn't sure we'd make it a whole week, Stuart. I know, right? No, seriously, I've said this a few times to guests, like... I thought my mom would listen, and then it would pit her out because nobody else would listen, right? But dude, it has not been the case. It has not been the case. It's become like another family member of mine and just so many touch points with people, and what an honor. That's that's yeah. what I look at when I start reflecting, just what a life we get to live, what a blessed life to make an impact and get these stories, and an incredible journey, and I'm glad I'm doing it with you, my man, because for every laugh we have on the mic, we have about a hundred <laughs> off the mic. Yeah, like the listeners don't hear the s approximately six minutes we <laughs> recorded before we got going just because laughing and cutting up and it's been like an amazingly fun, sometimes silly and, and most of the time like reflective and introspective journey, uh, journey as we've got to sit down with folks um, who just have poured into us and poured into the industry and poured into people who are listening in a way that, um, man, I just, I didn't know this, that's where this was headed, but good gravy, man. It's been awesome. Yeah. It, it has. And the last three weeks that we recorded, just the caliber of folks that came on all running large general contractor firms here in town just speaks to where we're going and where we're headed and, and, and the progress we're making and, and, our status within the industry is just so cool that that people are latching onto it specifically in the construction industry there's an impact being made and and people want to get their leadership lessons out there their testimonies out there and their companies out there yeah and let their 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 folks inside their walls hear their message and and reiterate uh, what they all what the company stands for and and really give other folks in the industry sort of an inside peek at some of their special sauce and man I tell you what that is I think that's unique to the circles that we run in. I've, I've had a bunch of conversations over the last, I don't know, week or so as we prepped to go some, to some conferences in the next few months about why what's going on in our circles are different. And, and that's been one of the common themes is our circles are willing to share what they're doing that's helpful and impacting their people. And I don't think you see that maybe across other markets. And I don't think you see that maybe across other industries in a sense of like, sometimes we, we want to keep that info close because that's our special sauce. But man, there's been a lot of special sauce spilled on the air on this podcast where people are just saying, here's how I'm doing it. And I hope you do it too, because it impacts people's lives in a great way. Yeah. It goes beyond the industry with that comment. You, you start getting up in leadership and you try to find these opportunities to serve and make an impact. So it's not so much about secret sauce. It's just about I want to help people. I yeah. want to help people because maybe I didn't get help in my journey or somebody helped me and I want to, I want to pass it forward, whatever the case may be. But people are not just willing to come on to, to, to be a guest, but 
excited about it, honored about it. And they're not honored because of our platform. Like that has nothing to do with it. It's everything with making an impact, giving back that they feel honored to join us and just have some fun conversations. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. One of the things that you say that I repeat, cause I think it's super smart is that we're getting a free MBA along the way, right? Like we've had inside seats with folks who have been very successful in learning about their businesses, about what they're doing in their businesses, about some of their leadership lessons. And so this like idea that part of what the 1720 podcast is bringing to us, because we get to sit in those seats, but to everybody else who's listening is, man, it's a, it's a free clinic. It's a free MBA, MBA on how to run a business, how to take care of your people, how to put first things first, all that. And, and man, when you said it, I can remember when you said it, like the about nine months ago, I forget who we were talking to. And I was like, huh? And over the course of the ensuing nine months, I'm like, oh, yes, that's a thousand percent true. And I, and I suspect our listeners feel the same way. What great insight. Yeah. What's funny is I had a recent reflection like, man, I haven't been to a, a leadership seminar lately. And I think actually it was out loud with you. You're like, yeah, we were talking about it. I need to remind you what you said to me about the whole MBA thing. But it's it's incredible. It's incredible the type of people that have come on, the feverish note taking that I do sometimes where we what the listeners don't see sometimes are some hard stops because somebody's just dropping knowledge and I am just writing in my notepad. And then I look up, I'm like, oh man, I left you hanging. I'm sorry. And then we got to kind of cut and crop that. But just because I was getting lost in the message and I'm, I'm a student, I'm just writing these comments down. It's just, wow, what a journey. I, I bet probably two probably two or three times on average during an episode when we're recording that happens where we just come to a screeching halt because we're, we're writing and, and listening and forget that we're actually interviewing somebody and we have to stop, think about where we were, figure out how to splice it back together and keep going because we're just writing and, and just hit a skid point where you're like, oh, sorry, sorry, I, f- I forgot we were recording a podcast. Right. Well, <laughs> let me put you on the spotlight for a second. Like When some favorite memories of this journey pops in your head, what are they or what's a key one or what's one that you keep reflecting on that might be a month ago, a week ago, maybe a year ago? And I think there's probably three things that I reflect on commonly. Um, that's the lawyer coming out of me, by the way. <laughs> Just pick up on that. I have three points I would like to put me in. Um, I thought you were Pastor Morris, yeah, Gateway I, Church. He's usually got three points I'm going to hit you with. I got a three-point message for you. The, f- the first one is really just a, a feeling of gratitude because te- I know we talk about Texo a lot on the air, uh, but their like, willingness to just open up facility for us and give us, I mean, an earnest, like a key to the building to bring our guests in, sort of take over a conference room and home base from there has been uh, a real privilege for us because as the pandemic uh, sort of slowed us down, uh, we, we had to pivot away from our original plan. And man, being over there has been awesome uh, for us. And so um, some some cool things coming to the studio um, uh, coming soon. And um, but boy, just first thought is just a, a thought of thankfulness for the Texo folks and, and Melanie specifically. Uh, the, the second thing is I'm, I, I just am relatively awestruck at your hustle, man, because we have fallen into uh, sort of two different natural roles for us as we go through pushing the podcast. And dude, your hustle is unprecedented at, at reaching out, finding folks, getting guests on. I think we probably, if you, if you lined them up, you probably two thirds or four fifths of our guests come from your hustle. Um, and so just kind of 
in awe personally of like you just shaking it down and making it happen. Cause my con- contribution is, has been, you know, more behind the scenes doing some of the editing and some of the technical stuff. Um, so just that, I think about that a lot about like, sometimes I think I'm not contributing anything here cause you're doing most of the outward hustle. Right. Um, and then the third thing is, man, our, our guests, like I wouldn't have never have thought that when we started this, that we were going to get, you know, New York times, bestselling authors, uh, <laughs> Navy seals, yeah. like shark tank folks, entrepreneurs, you know, I was just thinking it was going to be our buddies, which is really, it was what it was at first. Um, so we got spinning, but man, once we got spinning, the wheels are moving fast. Um, and so we've been really thankful there, uh, grateful, privileged, blessed there. And, and there've definitely been leadership moments throughout the way that I, I reflect on a lot. I, I've said it a few times about, um, Fran's episode yeah. where he talked a lot about, and I just think about it all the time about how, um, you know, if you, you need to start doing the job that you want so that when you get the job, everybody thinks, Oh, I thought you already had that job. And boy, I think about that a lot. Um, you know, over the last year, um, it, that's one of the spots that really jumps out to me. Are, are there, what about you, man? Well, that was a lot of good stuff. The, I, the <laughs> I actually was four points. If you were counting, I actually did four. Well, I, yeah, here, here I am feverishly writing notes as I show you, um, <laughs> uh, the, the first one with Texo hands down, man. I mean, yeah. how awesome they are and open they are. You know, Melanie's obviously a beast. Everybody in there, we got to give a shout out to Natalia. I mean, stepping up and taking pictures and sharing like social de- media stuff. And yeah, the, de facto marketing manager over there for sure. And she's our hype girl. You yes. Know, and she's making half of what we're making. So that's su- super awesome. Oh, right. Yeah. Which is a grand total of what? Zero dollars. Right. I'm sorry, Natalia. Hopefully someday we have some money. But uh, she's right kind of like a receptionist too, right? Like she greets all the all of our guests and shows them back to the studio. She's definitely an integral part to what we're doing, no doubt. And to your second point, man, we're just dividing and conquering. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. You got you got stuff down that would take me ten times longer to do because it's just not my strong suit. And so we just have this combination going, and, and it's working really well. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Who are your like guests that jump out? I know we did kind of around Christmas time. We did a recap of some guests from what we called season one, but uh, we're probably 30 into 2021, or I guess we would call that season two guest moments that hop out over the course of the last year to you, like things you're just like, oh my goodness. All right. So I'll answer at, at least initially in buckets. So Go. the first one is our construction industry guest bucket. We know we have good, great people that have come in week by week, but what I sit there, I sit there as a fan, like, oh my goodness, they, just first time ever done a podcast and just blow through it, dropping wisdom bomb after wisdom bomb. Some of my closest friends, and then some folks that I've I barely know, but out of nowhere, just spewing all this wisdom and so naturally talking for an hour. And afterwards, I'm just a fan. I'm like, my goodness, that was awesome. And how many times have we asked these folks, what is, how, how many of these have you done? And they're like, oh, this is my first one. Yeah, and zero. Like, Holy oh, okay. cow. There's no way I would have been able to tell that. Just, we knew they were going to be good, but I didn't think it would be that good. Like the heat that they brought. So just that that's the first thing, man. Just the construction bucket of folks that have come in. Like our industry's doing okay. We got some good people and driving let me, let some me, great buses. Yeah, let me tag on to that, man. Come in prepared. 
like crazy prepared because we'll we'll send them out like a, a prep sheet with some general questions that we like to ask and some ideas about their journey. And man, folks come in with pages of notes prepared, things they want to make sure that they talk about. Uh, just the level of preparedness among our construction peers, unparalleled, unparalleled. Right. My second bucket is the folks that I would have never had an opportunity to meet if it weren't for this journey, this podcast. I mean, Jake Thompson, mm-hmm. Mike Sorelli, mm-hmm. Megan Riley, April mm-hmm. Sprint, Sarah mm-hmm. Noose. The, the list can go on and on. I mean, most if they're not authors now, they will be authors. They're speakers. They're international business owners. I mean, you name it. And, and what's crazy is, it has with all of the folks we just listed. It hasn't been a one and done, and then you know, see you later. We've continued to stay in communication and develop a friendship with all of those folks. That like I care deeply about each of them now. I have their back if they need anything. I am looking for opportunities to serve them and provide value, and vice versa. I mean, Megan Riley's coming to speak to my team the day this actually announces. Oh, you awesome. know, to, to my dynamic glass people. Um, just these opportunities to help each other out and, and, sh- you know, iron sharp and iron. It's just, I have, I have friends that I, I never would have thought I would be my friends. It's just super cool. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I had a conversation with Melanie over the weekend, just about spitballing ideas. And I was like, Hey, I talked to so-and-so and then I talked to so-and-so we might do this with the studio. This person might read their book in their studio. And she's like, have you go read what you just wrote back yeah. to yourself? Like you you were talking to some incredible people and I'm like, I know, I know it, it's, it's silly. That's what you and I say. It's, we just laugh out loud sometimes at the circles that we're becoming a part of. It's just what a blessing. It really is. And, and our ability to use all of our respective circles as they intersect with each other to, to help everybody out. Right. I, I, I remember talking about um, like my friend groups when I was in high school. Right. And I was in like a variety of, of peer groups in high school. And I was sort of the, the middle of the wagon wheel, if you will. I, I connected them all together. And this is sort of the, one of the first times professionally where I felt like back in the middle of the wheel, right. Where I'm like, Oh, I know a person completely unrelated to what you're doing who could help you. Uh, because my circle, my wheel used to just kind of spin in the in the legal circle and in the construction circle and the intersection there intersection there from, but um, the, definitely feel more like the center of that wheel again, where I can begin leveraging relationships and helping people in a way that we've never I haven't been able to do for a long, long time. Yeah, we're bridging those two buckets of construction yeah. and non industry because Jake's now intertwined in construction, Megan's intertwined. Uh, Brent Gleason's coming to speak to the Young Constructors Council. Next oh yeah, month. I forgot about that. That's like, going to be awesome. We're bringing our worlds together in order to make an impact and some value. It's super cool to watch. For sure, man. For sure, for sure. Um, all right, let me ask this question. I think it's yours, but I'm gonna steal it. What's what are some themes over the last? This will be our 52nd episode to to wrap up the full year of of episodes. What are some themes you've picked up? I mean, high level stuff. We don't need to spend like 45 minutes on it, but like high level themes across all of our guests that maybe you're picking up on? The first one that comes to my head is the go-giver concept. I mean, not too long ago, we went on a stretch of five or six episodes where the book or the mentality and mindset were brought up every single week yeah, for, like, right. for like six weeks. And then we finally had the opportunity to speak to Bob Berg about the book, Go-Giver. And that really took off, you know, just focus on others and 
yourself will work out in the end, you know, and, and just hearing some people genuinely go through that and how they live their life. You know, Josh Carson comes to mind. April mm-hmm. Sprintz obviously mm-hmm. comes to mind. Uh, Dave Burroughs comes to mind. Just seeing these worlds collide and the go giving concept was, it was wow. Like six straight weeks. It was incredible. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember thinking, are we going to have to intentionally break out of this rut? Like yeah. we're, we're stuck in the go-giver rut, but <laughs> yeah. it wasn't, it, you know, with the benefit of hindsight, it wasn't really a rut. It was just, that's how, that's a theme of our guests are just giving back and taking care of others for sure. Yeah. Uh, empowering others. That was one. I mean, last week, Will went into detail about that and the opportunity to empower others. And th- that's near and dear to me because it's fresh. Number one, number two, we've, acquired a company in Denver. And mm-hmm. so th- that's an opportunity to now empower some folks that don't really know me, but I think we've met enough times where they understand my heart and now they get to see some of these things in action and empowerment's a, 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 a big vehicle to build relationships, to build trust. And it's, it's, I don't want to call it a leadership tactic. It's more of a way of life, right? Like yeah. empowering others in all facets, family, church, grocery store, like you name it, you have opportunities to affirm somebody, speak life into them, build somebody up and let them know that they're better than they think they are. Yeah. Right. Those are good ones. Those are good ones. Um, I I mean, I know it sounds probably a little too 50,000 feet, but just the care for people. I think it's very easy when you run in a group of, of leaders, business leaders for the conversation to circle around money, profits, processes, but that's not where really any of our conversations with our sort of titans of our industry have circled. That's not, that's not what we're talking about. When we ask them, like, what are the things that you're super, that you super care about? What are the things that are important to you from a personal perspective or a culture perspective? They're not talking about those things. They're talking about their people yeah. and the value of their people and how their people help tend the store and how their people um, need to be uh, taken care of and how taking care of their people means taking care of their families. Uh, and just like this big, big idea that, that just grossly exceeds the value of the, you know, tend the store for purposes of cleaning the till in the evening. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, there's, there's that, that's just, I know it sounds a little hokey, but just like, well, we've talked a lot about taking care of people. And that, that kind of goes to, you know, we said it a few times on here, but that kind of goes to what we're trying to do, right? It was from, from day one, from episode number one, which if you go listen to is really rough. (laughs) I'm so glad you brought that up because we don't really have a prep sheet for today's episode, but we, we have to talk about that, right? When you finish a new episode, at least on Spotify, it'll randomly kick you. And I don't know, (laughs) it's like to where I sound the absolute worst. And you hear the intro, like I have to, like I throw my phone in the air in my truck to like, I, I can't turn it off quick enough. And Jake, Jake Thompson actually was like, dude, you have to go back and listen to those beginning ones because you, and it, it, because you're continuing to evolve and you need to learn. And it's just, it's tough, man. Yeah. It, it's yeah, tough audio, going backwards. To our, the our, our equipment hasn't changed. We're still using all the same stuff, but we've, our, um, our editing techniques have improved. So our sound is way better. Um, our, f- our flow and our conversational tone way better. It, those first ones were very like, hello, very my name is Kevin. This <laughs> yeah. is Stuart Shirtliff. I think yes. he's a friend. Yes. Thank you, Kevin, for introducing me. Yeah. That, they, they kind of feel like that. Um, yeah. but you know who else says the same thing Jake said is Chris Titus. 
Uh, if you go back to his uh, his YouTube website, Chris Titus Tech, he still has the very first video he posted, and it is terrible. <laughs> and he says the exact same thing. He's like, "Man, you need to ha- you need to keep that as a reflection for where you started, so that you can appreciate where you've gone." Um, so. I've had the thought we need to re-record that first episode because people coming back and like checking us out or hearing something crazy, and then I'm like, no, that's that's who we were at the time. That's where we started. That's what it was. Well, and and, and as our following continues to grow, we're watching people through the data analytics still go back to some of the early ones, some of the middle ones, and you you're st- seeing continuous tracking of all of them because we'll have X listens per week. But only half of them are the new episode. The yeah, other right. half are two weeks ago, three weeks ago, predominantly. But then all of them, it, mm-hmm. it's 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 another wow factor. Like, yes. wow, these, yeah. this one continues. The second one in, the third one in, the fourth one in, continue to just grow. Right. I, I wonder, there's no way, at least so far as I know, to track it. But I wonder if those are new people listening or if those are current listeners going back and re-listening. Like, I need to hear that again. Either way is great because I know I've listened to all of them a few times myself. I, I, um, I listen back through them in the car pretty commonly just because I like to pick back up on those lessons and be reminded of the things that we've been talking about. But maybe that's it. Maybe listeners are just like, you know what? That was, that was good. I need to go hear what, you know, Daniel said, you know, almost a year ago now. Can you pick a favorite kid? Can I pick a favorite kid? Yeah. Like, which is my favorite episode? Yeah. Boy, that's tough. Um, I can't. I think I can, actually. Really? Which one? Because I think it's Sorelli. Because it represented, like, something new for us, right? Because you'll remember, we, like, loaded up the equipment, took, went down to Austin, packed it all up, um, set it all up. His people were there. Like, it was not just our buddies at the back of the Texo office. It was like... Okay, this is we're headed into a new a new stratosphere all of a sudden. And so that not necessarily content wise, but like recording and execution wise really stands out to me as being something cool we did. His continues to trickle up at a pretty good clip actually. I'm actually <coughs> scanning it right now as we speak. Yeah, his are his are good. His numbers are good. We talk about it in the office still, right? When we were I mean, I've, I don't know if we shared this on the air if I was talking to you um, before the other day, but you know, we we're in a meeting talking about some hiring needs. Um, and the book came up and we talked about, you know, hire for character, train for skill in, in our meeting, in our office, not two weeks ago. And it's very relevant and continues to be very relevant. Yeah. I've had it come up several times. It's super cool, man. Yeah. All right. Let me, let me kick this one at you. I don't even okay. think this is on the prep sheet. It might be, what are some things, uh, things for you personally, like in your life that you've been like, changing working on because of this like what has this done this podcast done for you personally the number one thing is just really cement my purpose in life and hold me super accountable to walk the talk Mm -hmm. day in day out we have a library of episodes now where we talk about principles and testimonies and what we stand for and how we lead how we want to be who we want to be and I feel all those things make me that much more accountable to to walk that talk, man. That my purpose in life is to make an impact, spark action in people, and it aligns with what our mission in this podcast is. And if there's something that is distracting me from that purpose, I don't want it in my life. I am yeah. like I am dialed in on what my purpose is and how to serve people and make an impact. And I mean that's it. That's that, I mean, period. 
Yeah. Full stop. Right. Well, I'll tell you you? what, yeah, mine has been, um, I, I'm not much of a reader. I mean, Kevin and I are recording remotely and he can kind of see it in my office. Actually, you can't see, but they're just always papers everywhere and books on my desk that all day long, what I do is read and write. And so I've not historically been a reader just because I'm dead, you know, by the end of the day, I'm dead. And in the mornings I'm off to work and through this process of kind of how our, our podcast format ended up where we end up talking with everybody about what books they're reading. Um, I've, I've been reading more. I can't say I read like you guys do and like lots of our listeners do still, but reading more, man, I guess I really need to say listening more because I, I take a, play, a page out of your playbook and I'm audibling a lot of stuff. But, it's the only way to keep up with it, man. Yeah. So I've, I've, I've been doing that and it's been helpful because it is... Um, it's just giving me new perspectives on things. I, I'm not naive enough to think that I had it all figured out, but I had it all figured out in the space I was playing in, right? Like in a sense of like I, I could do what I was doing very well and through the per, uh, through the process of interviewing folks, listening to what they had to say and reading new books, um, I'm, my, my mind has started to change a little bit in terms of like what's important, how do you motivate people, how do you move the needle, things like this. And so reading has been something – and I'll, I'll tell you this, it even goes so far as to – um I grabbed some books that have been recommended on our podcast and sent them out to some folks here at the office and, um, and then sort of an impromptu little book club got started at the office and I'm trying to stay out of it just so people don't feel pressured to do that. Um, but it's been a really cool, I wouldn't have done that without this podcast. I wouldn't have done that without listen or, um, guests encouraging us to read certain books and talk about yep. certain ideas. And, um, so this, this little book club at the office has spun up its own identity and I'm, I'm just on the periphery of it. Um, but we're going to read uh, Extreme Ownership next next book up. Hey, yo. Um, I know, right? Speaks to your love language. So Extreme Ownership's next up for the uh, for the PNA book club. Um, so pretty pumped about that. Uh, it's a pretty big impact to me. And spoiler, we'll have JP Donnell joining us in a couple months. So that's going to be super cool. And he's a big part of that book, my man. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I love that you kind of jumped in that the impact that it's been made on us, right? But then there's other areas of impact. Obviously, we were going for impact of listeners. That's been yeah. huge. And we thank you so much to the tribe for reaching out to us, letting us know. And it's just, it's becoming like a daily deal where I'll hear from somebody, a vendor, a client, uh, a friend back home in Chicago, you name it, where it's like, man, this one was so good. It, it hit home. And that and that's great. What what's also happened is like this guest community, right? Like, oh, you've been on the seventeen twenty, I've been on the seventeen twenty. Let's connect. Let's go have breakfast. Let's go have lunch. And I'm watching friendships be built from guest to guest that either were just acquaintances and they knew about each other, or had never known each other until this community has tied them together. And and so that's an area of impact that I never saw coming. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that that was happening. In fact, those are because you get a lot more conversations around it than I do, uh, just because of your um, placement in the industry, right? I kind of on the periphery of it a little bit, but I didn't even know that was happening. And that's super cool, man. So, and then there's another area of impact. There's several when it comes to guests. After the guest comes on and their episode is aired, they have all these conversations with people that they work with or long lost friends that find out that they're on a podcast. And then the area of 
somebody needing to get more noticed within their company ranks. You know, maybe they're not they're not at the top, but they're still climbing kind of things. And some people notice what their heart is through their testimony and their story and their leadership principles. And hopefully it helps them scale up their career. Like oh, what yeah. an honor to provide a platform for them to get better known within their company ranks. Yeah. I can think of a couple of those stories. Yeah. Uh, off the top, I've, I've, I've been familiar or closer to some of those for sure. And then the last thing that pops in mind is the, the night of celebrating our 1720 challenge. Man, that was awesome. <laughs> right? It, it was super cool. I mean, I can't, I, I, if there weren't 1 million texts between the two of us, I'd scroll back and read it. Right. But there was a text, <laughs> there was a text I sent you after it was over and I was just got in the car when we were headed back home, right? Like everybody had kind of busted up and I forget exactly what it was, but I was just like, man, we are so blessed to run in the circles with these people, right? right. That, that consider us their friends. We are just so lucky, man. Um, and I, I forget exactly what words I put to that sentiment, but that generally was it. And man, I mean it like being there that night and all of our friends showing up and supporting us and supporting the cause and raising money for prison fellowship uh, and Man, it was awesome. It was just awesome. Everything about it. Just to my earlier purpose comment, like those are the people I, I need to be aligned with in yeah. life that are pushing me, holding me accountable, uh, setting a good example for me to be a better person and keep driving towards my purpose. So that that was the when I scanned that room and I look back at that uh, marketing video, not marketing, but social media video where yeah. everybody's celebrating. I'm like, that's my tribe. You know, that's I love those people. I do life with those people. I want to help them. They want to help me. Let's go conquer the world. Like that's like those Kool-Aid man kick the wall down type moments where I'm just super pumped about what's in store. All right. So that's a good transition there to what's next, man. You kind of previewed one. Like getting JP Dinell on. We got some big guests lined up. We've got some stuff cooking. Um I know I know you guys, the listeners, end up having to just deal with me and Kevin every once in a while. Um, as we catch our breath and line up the next series of guests and stuff. But dude, guests are cooking, but there's some more really super cool stuff cooking. Yeah. What do you, what do you want to, I don't know that we're in a spot where we can share it all just yet, but man, riff on that a little dude. We are about a week away from being able to announce something that's hopefully going to help our listeners with more impactful content, uh, but really take this thing to the next level. Uh, and we're, we're super honored and excited about this opportunity. And so teasing it hard and hopefully we get to roll it out sooner than later, because I, I have a hard time not telling people about gifts and, uh, good news. Like holding that back is super struggle for me. Yeah. We, we had a meeting today, uh, around this topic of the, you know, the kind of news that's in the pipe. And whenever we hung up, I just kind of stared at, it was a zoomy, right? So I I stared at my screen. I was like, (laughs) that was that was amazing and kind of silly and i can't believe we just had that meeting right so we've had man Stuart, we've had about (laughs) 10 of those moments where i I break some news to you or vice versa and then there's an awkward pause then we both just start cracking up just laugh yeah like this is so silly how's this happening right (laughs) yeah (laughs) and Uh, there's other things i kind of want to tease yeah go for it like holly holly crowder i mean a long way in in eight whatever it's been months we're, we're going to have a Holly Crowder round two. Where are for we sure. at? And for I sure, cannot sure. wait for that. 
I'm going to call out Matt Fisher. I want a Matt Fisher round two selfishly because he might be the only one I didn't give prep notes to. So I want some redemption. And um, when we listen back to Fisher's, if you, have you listened to it recently? I can't. I, maybe, yeah. maybe if you force me, pin me down and put headphones on and press yeah. play. Man, we just freestyled that and it was great. We got a lot of good feedback on it, but it didn't, it wasn't. It wasn't the like production and rollout that Fisher deserved. Heck so yeah, I, man! I, I vote for that. He needs another shot. He's got some cool stuff cooking too, man. Yeah, he just got the butterflies because I know he's listening, and <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna text us in a minute. Come on, guys! Yeah, stop it, please. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay, so an, another kind of I teased it a second ago, uh, but another super cool thing that we're working on is some improvements to the studio. So you want to kick out some shout outs for that, man? Yeah. I, and when the guests that have come on in the first year see the finished product, I just want to apologize that it took us so long. Uh, most of you have walked into the studio with these uh, acoustical panels leaned up against the wall, but that is quickly changing. Uh, we just got the walls of the studio painted a, a nice gray color. Shout out to Toby and the KCP painting team. They came in and did a great job for us and were super helpful and positive and uh Really appreciative of them because that sparks the the next items with the acoustical panels and all that. Well, yeah, and so shout out to Preston Presley. He he um, donated from Baker the um, the acoustical panels that'll get put up on the wall. We've had them, like Kev said, we've had them leaned up against the wall, kind of at audio height uh, to help attenuate some of the echo in that room. But we'll get those up on the wall. Uh, the studio will start looking a little bit more dope. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry to the other guests who had to kind of <laughs> endure our chairs stacked up in the corner and trash heaps and just kind of craziness <laughs> for the first few months. But hey, it's check gonna, out this turn uh, the corner. Yeah. Check out this pinned out, pinned up stencil of our logo that's been up there for six months. <laughs> yeah. I think Preston had that cut for us too. And then we just pinned it up and it's been stuck there. Yeah. And I, I have a phone call with a professional airbrush artist tomorrow which would be three days ago right? Uh, when this airs. Uh, and so excited to talk to him. And if we can work out something, excited to share more of his information. Right. Get the get the logo stenciled up. Get the panels up. The walls look cool. We're going to tighten up some of our equipment stuff. And, um, man, it's, it's going to be really nice. Year it, two has some really cool stuff in store, including upgrades to the studio. So that's going to be awesome. Yeah, and Mount Movers, just deeply from the bottom of my heart, just thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us, for inspiring us, for reaching out to us, for joining us, just everything. We are so deeply grateful beyond words and honored to have this opportunity to share with you. And just thank you so much. Yeah, echo all of that. And uh, we will see you guys next week. 